We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Most valuable player, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis trailing the lob. Oh. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Two seconds. Middleton. Yes! Chris Middleton. Hey there, welcome to the Eurostep, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast, proudly a part of the Eurostep Podcast Network and the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I am one of your hosts, Ty Windish, and I am joined as always by my very funny co-host, Rohan Kadi. Rohan, how's it going? You're setting me up for failure here, man. Maybe. <laughs> like, Maybe. Yeah. I believe in you. That's just, that's a platform to live. I'm not going to compete here. That's maybe not, maybe not. As Rohan alluded to, we are joined by a very, very funny person at Nonprofit Comic on Twitter, one of the great Twitter ads we've had on the show, Jamel Johnson, host of Airbuds, Sorry We Love Football, and NBA Storytime. We're here to talk Bucks, NBA. It's going to be a different pod, but a fun pod. Jamel, how's it going? Things are going good. Hey, Roja, you hey, you could be funny too, dog. Look, we can all <laughs> we can all be funny together, man. I'm not. I don't have any charts up. I don't know who's supposed to be the funniest. <laughs> you know what? I'll but, take it. I'll try yeah. my best. How about that? This is your That's opportunity. This is all the same, dog. I don't know what I'm gonna bring. I can <laughs> I can put up some bricks right now. <laughs> Uh, podcasting is a make or miss league, but, um, the Bucks made enough in the title run. So I want to start there. I mean, we're going to get all over, I think, but I want to start, we we have to ask everybody about the Bucks winning a championship because I'm going to guess this is going to be an explicit, explicit tag podcast. The Bucks won the fucking NBA championship. We're still not over (laughs) it. So, uh, would love to just hear your thoughts in general on, on the team that won and and the run and the playoffs and everything, Jamel. I know it's a very open-ended question, but, just your thought on the Bucks winning the title. Uh, first off, let me apologize for not showing up to the Zoom bucked out. <laughs> I do have bucked gear, but it's all hoodies. I've oh, got like two hot. Bucks hoodies, a black tee, things I just wouldn't really wear deep in August in L.A. So I'll That's start fair. with that. That's fair. That being said, I am the only person that, I knew in LA who believed in the Bucks. I got one homie in New York. He's Greek, so he's been in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it was just us, bro. Uh, I knew that this team could do it. 
I thought they could do it when they had Eric Bledsoe. Shit, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know, but uh, so what? Some teams got injured. They went out there and they won it, and it was convincing. And it was dramatic. And everybody thought Giannis was going to be done when he uh, when he bent, when he hyperextended the knee. And he came back and averaged 40. And fuck y'all. <laughs> Not you two, but you know, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other, yeah. The Bucks doubters, of course. We, yeah, that's, exactly. We've expressed that without saying as much. Literally many times. everyone else. I mean, I've said yeah. it a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, you could still make a case for firing Coach Budenholzer. I don't care. Chip's a chip. I mean, yeah, we were we were on that hill at the end of last season. We came around. Uh, we still made our. We, I mean, to be fair, we were on that hill during the postseason run as well when Rick Carlisle. <laughs> we thought, was we thought Rick Carlisle was I, I, in the arena. <laughs> yeah, I, look, I know, I saw some of those Brooklyn games looked insanely dumb. They did. They did for sure. <laughs> I had my meltdowns. Uh, it was <laughs> it was rough. But uh, like, they came out on top. Guy? This man, Rohan, melted down the hardest I've ever seen. After the Bucks' first win in the Nets series, they win game three. Rohan was despondent. That's how you know that this playoff run, we really went through it. Yeah. But they, they came out on top here. And, uh, Jamel, I've, we, we've heard, Ty's heard, that uh, you're a big Chris Middleton guy. We have been Absolutely. a very pro Chris Middleton podcast for the longest time. He's had his doubters, just like the Bucks in general. But even within the Bucks circle, Chris Middleton has had his doubters, continues to have his doubters. Speak your mind on Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton is the star you didn't know you needed and you never wanted. Everyone's problem with Chris Middleton is connected to him not being hot. And that is not his fault. All the man ever did was go out there and get goddamn buckets his clutch field goal percentage is crazy he's shooting like damn near like around 50 percent, bro and i've seen it with my own eyes he'll go shot for shot with any guard any wing in the east he's done it the west he's done it but he's just not that attractive i think i think he's just he's self-conscious of his teeth for sure. And I mean, I don't think he's self-conscious. I think America is self America is like fix your teeth or get traded. That is what America has decided. Hey, maybe this Chris Middleton guy should go and be the best guy in the G League. It's like you can't do that to him. They wanted to trade him for CJ McCollum. They wanted to trade him for Zach Levine. Derek, uh, I think Derek Rose at one point, people on Twitter are just out of control. Which is crazy. I mean, dog, none of those dudes have, I mean, CJ, look, I've seen CJ, CJ had some great games in the bubble. CJ had some real clutch, but that was one time, bro. For years, I have watched Chris Middleton go shot for shot with whoever. What? Why would you want Zach Levine? This dude, all he does is th- turn over the ball in the fourth. That's his favorite thing to do. CJ McCollum plays more defense on Twitter sometimes Ooh. than he does in the league as well. So. Yeah, and it's like, Levine, I, we already have a dude who can dunk hard. We don't need two dunk hard dudes. <laughs> what? It, so you you said you you believed in the Bucks. You believed in Giannis. There was that moment, I think game two, Brooklyn, it was Giannis's worst game in the playoffs. The takes were flying, as always. I mean, my biggest problem was that he showed up with a uh, – a polo bear taking a dick picture. Yeah. 
The yeah. shirt was my big. It's like you came in here with the big. Okay, I'm swagging dick pics for everybody. And then you <laughs> look like straight ass, bro. I forgot about that. I I, I think I, the you know, I see the pic every so often because I'm pretty sure I posted it to my IG and just asked people, what do you think about Giannis's shirt? That pic did not get a lot of likes. I don't think that many people got the reference. People on Instagram might think I'm weird. That was we, – we're going to get to some questionable Giannis stuff. We have a, a whole segment coming up, but that was maybe the rare true swing and miss for Giannis. I think he does a lot of weird yeah. stuff. I think I agree and, and like true. most of it. That That's one true. was a little, little bit too far. And then following it up with a bad game is – I think the shirt might have might have caused it. Rough. And, I mean, I guess what I want to say is, truthfully, I believed in – him and Middleton as the combo. I thought it was the perfect, like, unexpected combo because Giannis is your best player, but the guy who's cool with not being the face of the organization is the one who's taking the last shots. It's like, that just felt like a good balance to me, and I'm I'm glad it came through as it should. I feel like it seems like such a simple, like you just, like you said, like you just look at them together. It seems like it would work. I feel like this obsession with like the best player has to be the guy who takes the clutch shots. He, the, the Batman, Giannis is the Robin and everything else. Like there, like there's always some truth in, in the first take stuff, right? Like Chris is the one who takes a lot of the clutch shots, but that shouldn't be a negative on Giannis. They're just, they're different players. And I'm, I'm so glad they won a title together because it just shows like some of these uh, like importance we give to some of this stuff is just overrated. Like if you if everyone goes out and does their job and you're good enough, things are going to go well. Yeah. And now you can't say that about either of them. Now you can't yeah. be like who? No. And furthermore, Giannis was so good. They didn't even need no damn last shots. Yeah. yeah. And it's he hard to keep clutch buckets when you're up so big. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's it's great that they actually won the title together. I I think that's Agreed. just it's the biggest stamp of approval on this sort of relationship, that sort of partnership between these two players, and it's just a giant fuck you to everyone who just said they couldn't do it, which is just yeah. fantastic. Andrew Holiday really proved that he's like a legit like no, he's one of the best. He's a top five point guard, uh, and you could debate however you want to debate it, but. He looked like a top five guard to me. Just a little inconsistent offensively, but the defensive load he carried. Like that's, you mentioned Bledsoe earlier. Bledsoe, a very good defender for sure. Like very important to the Bucks defense while he was in Milwaukee. Drew's d- defense is different. Like Drew shuts down. Bledsoe makes shots hard. Drew will like take the damn ball away, make you regret dribbling yeah. in his vicinity. Like, that, like, I mean, you look at the value oop against Phoenix when he just takes it from Booker on what would have been a game-winning shot attempt. Like, my God, that guy is built differently on that end. He's strapped in. And, and honestly, I mean, he he got buckets a couple games where they oh, needed yeah. him to. And Brooklyn then there was like game a couple. Seven. Exactly. He, still, he stepped up. And it was time for him to step up, and he fucking game did it. three Phoenix. And, yeah. These are big games, dude like now or never type shit. I don't know what else they want to see from the guy. That's that's three stars. You know? Yeah. yeah. So I thought um, it was a little weird. I mean, I thought when Giannis was like, see, I didn't need to leave a team. Like, no, the team was constantly 
<laughs> being changed around you, bro. I don't know. You, you, you're kind of missing the fact that the reverse was happening, but uh, cool. I'm glad you're happy. Yeah. Um, I mean, technically he was the only all-star. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The which Pacers, is, the Bulls all had more all-stars than the Bucks which is last year. Hysterical. All-star <laughs> is, yeah, that's exactly. I mean, come on. I don't want Zach Levine on my championship team. <laughs> Put him in the all-star game. Get him away from me. Yeah. Um, Drew doesn't even have the 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 looks excuse because Drew's just gorgeous. Yeah, Drew's very Drew is like like model. He's got a model face. That's the smile. He has Chase Buford, who is on the Bucks bench for the title run, said this like, "What a beautiful smile," and he's not afraid to show it. Come on, man. it looks like he used to do fucking. Uh, do, do, do shoots for polo back in the day. <laughs> um, I can't confirm or deny that, but I would if if that did happen, I think maybe actually hopefully that didn't happen. I mean, we might not have hopefully Drew a basketball player. Yeah, I guess it could That's happen. True. Hopefully it can it yeah. can definitely happen now. We might have lost him to a modeling career if it had happened earlier, but now I think he's already firmly entrenched in basketball, so we'd be good. So yeah, yeah, it seems like he's pretty set up. Yeah, I think so. It's nice, nice big money contract extension kicks in this year. We've so you're you're doing NBA story time, and we're, we're going to ask some more questions about that later. But basically, this is as I think people can tell by listening to this so far, a very funny podcast going through some odd NBA stories, some some different. Maybe people have heard, maybe people haven't. I was listening to the Northern Knights episode; certainly had not heard about that before. Yeah, that was um, a wild one. That was. But we've got some candidates we want to pitch you. We're going to take turns from only Buck stuff. So these are right. weird Buck stories over the years. Rohan, I will let you go first. We have a little bit of a list. I might come up with one off the list. We'll see. But wherever you want to start, Rohan, let's pitch Jamel on the best weird Buck stories for season two of NBA Storytime. Uh, okay, let's start with the most recent recent occurrence of this. Uh, so there was uh, there was an investigation open this like two weeks ago, last week, I don't know when it was, uh, into tampering with the uh, the Miami Heat, the Toronto Raptors, the Chicago Bulls, New Orleans Pelicans, about their sign and trades. And everything, everyone was so upset about that because last year there was the Bogdan Bogdanovich situation where the Bucks did not get Bogdan. And the NBA's investigation found no evidence that the Bucks had tampered. That's what they said. And the Bucks were fined a second round pick and also fined cash, right? Cut? I think. And also the deal didn't happen too. Yeah, I mean, the, the deal, deal didn't happen. Well. I don't know like, if the what? NBA shut it down, but it got broken up despite no, finding no evidence. But the Bucks were, I don't know, forthcoming. I don't, we don't understand. But yeah, it was it was a weird time. I think the NBA's investigation this year is still happening. And guess what? Those players have already, you know, made their deals. They've made their their plans. They're in their new cities. Those deals aren't going to get voided and who knows what's going to happen. But last season was a wild ride. We go from, Oh my God, the bucks traded for Bogdan and drew in the same night. Ty and I are waking up at 6am to do an emergency pod. And it's just, it, it's, it's a wild time. And then the news starts to come out. Okay. Maybe this deal isn't set in stone yet. Maybe the numbers haven't been agreed to. Oh my God, he's going to Atlanta. Wait, is this just a bluff? No, he's actually in Atlanta. Oh wait, the Bucks have just lost a pick. It's it's a wild. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I, I I would love to know how they even what text did Bogdan receive that set this off? 
Was it was it just a meme? <laughs> I mean, I've I've heard rumblings that he was looking for uh, housing in Milwaukee. That's all I'll say. And that's it. Yo, the NBA's just got to be like everyone's allowed to collude, man. Who cares? Yeah, because it all everyone else is. I just think the Bucks are not. Yeah, and why? It's like, what's the point of being a professional if you can't collude? I thought that I thought I wasn't allowed to collude in college. Why am I? What the fuck? And this was after the Bucks, like two years ago, three years ago, got fined for tampering with Giannis, who was yeah, on their team. That's a good one uh, too. For saying that they would offer him a contract <laughs> extension. Um, just a reminder that the NBA does not give a shit about small market teams. If you're not New York or LA or Miami, if you're not like the legacy, which includes Boston and Philly, we don't care. Uh, give us more money. Uh, no, you can't have anyone. Out of, out of five, what do you think about the, the tampering pitch, Jamel? Hmm. I would need to see exactly what set off the tampering alarm, but I'm gonna give that a um I'm gonna give that a solid three and some change. Pretty okay. good. Uh, apparently pretty good. there's there's been reporting that one of the Bucks owners was bragging about the deal at a ownership like a board of governors meeting, and that's why it got kiboshed. So it's I kind like of that, a mess. Yeah. 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 Like a like like messy billionaires. Yeah. That might bump it up. That's bumping it up. <laughs> I've got one for you. This one is short and sweet, but there is pictures, which it doesn't maybe help a podcast, but the year, you never know. The year is 2015. Four members of the Milwaukee Bucks head to a strip club right before getting trounced by a very bad Lakers team. The four Bucks Mm -hmm. who go to the strip club, OJ Mayo, Greg Monroe at this point. Okay, sure. Chris Middleton, Mm -hmm. Kind of funny. Chris Middleton, a pretty quiet guy. The last buck, Miles Plumley, And there is a hilarious video of him nodding his head, just looking like he's having the time of his life with his teammates at this <laughs> random strip. I don't know what strip club it was. This was like a very rare TMZ buck story. We didn't get a lot of that back then. Um, but yeah, the, and, and Monroe ended up missing the game that he apparently he hurt his knee. They say at Do practice. He had, did he, he have hurt his knee at the strip club? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know that. It, I mean, they it's say like, practice. Yeah. It's just like OJ fell down the stairs and was out the rest of the year that one year. Yeah, so. something else happened with that too. That could be its own <laughs> thing. But uh, but yeah, we have a TMZ headline. Milwaukee Bucks. That's in sort of big letters. Then huge letters. Partying at strip club. And then in between the other two letter sizes. Morning of Lakers loss. All right. That ain't bad. I mean... That Lakers team, I I understand why you would stay out late. <laughs> I understand. Uh, this once again, I mean, there's not uh, enough exposition. That, I think. Yeah, but not the assumption that Chris Middleton isn't uh, into ass. This is all because he's not hot. Everybody just thinks he what <laughs> sits at home and reads the Bible. He no. has a lot of he has a lot of old tweets about watching movies on the road. That's all I'll say. <laughs> You can like movies and ass. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely can like yeah, both. Ty, are they mutually exclusive? No, no. Because a lot I of never, times, I didn't mean to. It's I didn't ass mean to in movies. That. That's it's very true. Human ass is in every movie. <laughs> Not wrong. Uh, you can't argue with facts. Uh, one through five bucks at the strip club. 
I'm going to give this a two and a half. Yeah. It's got some legs. I mean, OJ Mayo is very, there's stuff to work with. We got to do a little mine. We got to do some data mining, but there's some stuff there. <laughs> I think we need, I think we need one of the four to speak on the, the night. Yeah. I think we could get, if we got a good, a good story from one of them, I think it, a it quote rises from up. Mason Plumley takes us over the top. It was Miles, but I think it'd be even better oh, if, Mason, if Mason, Mason gave was the there, quote, yeah. quote on Miles, or just Mason. he weighed in on it. Yeah, Miles told me about that. He told me the whole story. It's a legend yeah. in the family household. That ain't bad. <laughs> oh, what's uh, what's another one? So we got to, this was uh, revealed uh, from our friend uh, Mirren Fader's book on Giannis, uh, which is incredible. Everyone should go check that out. Um, of course. So th- there was a, a detail about Thon Maker in that uh, um, in that story in one of the excerpts that was released. I have a personal story on Thon Maker that I cannot disclose uh, that I just remembered. <laughs> um, but uh, Thon oh, Maker, was you and Thon Maker? Not me personally. Yes. Not me. Per- not me personally. Oh, I, just, I, I know something oh. that happened. You okay. fist fought Thon Maker. I did. <laughs> I think I would lose that fight pretty handily. Uh, <laughs> He's a kung fu fighter. We've seen it happen. Yeah, we've seen it with those leg kicks, leg kicks in the Team Australia games. It's just, yeah, <laughs> it's it's incredible. But Thon Maker was uh he he was responsible for the team having to serve a punishment because he ruined the team's group chat because he had an Android. Uh, everyone else had iPhones, and the coach at the time was very very upset. That it was not uh, all blue messages, but we got because uh, we have an Android boy in the house, Don Maker. That's not bad. Hold on, that's him. Him getting cut because he has an Android. Uh, I like it. This might be this might be upwards of a four for me. <laughs> well, they they had to run sprints, but. Oh, okay. he, he is he is unhappy and he asks out like within a year of that or yeah. so within a year or two of that and he ends up he, getting he traded. requests a trade yeah so he does he does end up we don't know it we don't know directly like, but... it sounds like yo motorola needs to fucking pay this man <laughs> <laughs> it'll be like one of five people that know that motorola still makes phones <laughs> yeah man get to everybody go get a razor go get you a uh Fold out razor. If you want to make a team run sprints because of you. Sure. Where is Thon these days? Uh good question. Not he's in somewhere. The league, I don't think. He's somewhere. <laughs> At the house, cooling. All right. Yeah. His brother uh, is uh or sorry, his cousin is in Summer League. Or wasn't Summer yeah. League. In That's Summer is Summer League still going on? I think, yeah, the I think it's, it's wrapping up shortly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that, that shows how much I'm watching Summer League. But <laughs> yeah, that's a that was a fun little anecdote that just came out recently. You're giving it a, like a four or above. That's a we'll take that. That's the best one so far. Yeah, I like that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So the Bucks were pretty bad in their first season of existence. Not terrible. But pretty bad. I want to say they won around 30 games, which isn't great. But again, not terrible. But they end up with the number one pick that year because the NBA had this weird rule. Really makes zero sense. But back then, I think this was 1970 or 1969, maybe. It was the worst two teams in each conference. And they just flipped a coin. And whoever calls it, like whoever wins the coin flip gets the first pick. Doesn't matter what the records are. Just the worst team in each conference. The two teams met in the finals 52 or so years later, the Suns and Bucks. But the Suns got to call the coin flip. They ran a poll in the newspaper. People in Phoenix, idiots, majority voted heads. So the Suns went with heads. Of course, it was tails. Tails never fails. The Bucks get Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The owners celebrate so much. I think one of them burns the other one's ear or his own ear with a cigarette. Because, of course... They were on the yeah. conference call smoking cigarettes back in, oh, in yeah. this time. Oh, bruh, it was Mad Men. Mad Men. I was just going to say it was Mad Men stuff. They were stuff. fucked up. Just imagine a boardroom of dudes <laughs> who each have had a bottle of gin. <laughs> and like 50 straight put- cigarettes. Yeah. Whew. But that, so that, that's why the Bucks had their first title 50, 50 years ago now, is they weren't even that bad, but a random coin flip because for some reason... Phoenix went with heads over tails and then someone got burned on a cigarette also that day. But what do you think? I don't know. It's not, I don't know if it's funny enough, but it is pretty weird. No, nah, it's weird. It's definitely the weirdest. And it led to, directly to a title. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give that a, I'm going to give that a four, a 4.8. Wow. On the story meter. Looking, looking for this one. Season any, two. Can't wait. Yeah. Any reason to, um, you know, get a Oscar Robinson line in there, get our get our Lou Alcindor shit off. Yeah, there's a lot of good. I think there's a lot of good audio coming from this. Yeah, I mean, you could get uh, get Neil Walk. Uh, I don't know if you guys know who that is, but that was the guy that Phoenix took. So 13 point per game player, I think. Something like that. Which isn't stuff. bad, but it's what? not bad, but it's that or Kareem. Yeah, that's that's terrible. Even <laughs> Lucius Allen was third. Oh, for future buck. Yeah, it's just it's a wild time. Coin flip title, and uh, if you win the coin flip, you get the title. If you lose, basketball purgatory I mean, for a little bit here. Everything that happened in the NBA before they got the real TV deals going in the eighties and nineties is straight up insanity. I mean. <laughs> 
you got dudes driving taxis, playing accordion, all Play, everybody coaches. Yeah, player coaches. Uh people are doing fucking blow on the bench. Yeah. Everything. This is a crazy time. Yeah. I think that so. actually happened. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's oh ABA, goodness. but still. That's the ABA. Actually, no, no, no. I think, and I think everything that I referenced was the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics had a dude who was playing, who was riding a taxi. He was like, just decided to do that for a couple of days. And then they had a dude in the fifties who he made the, like he had to work out a deal with the team. So they let him play accordion at halftime and they like paid him extra money to play accordion. And I believe Marvin Barnes, who was playing in the ABA for the spirit of St. Louis, which is the most insane, like imagine the Portland jail breakers on acid. Like straight up, like they're just out of control. He was like the craziest dude on that team. I think he ends up on the Celtics in the league and they caught him doing a bump. Oh my God. <laughs> they caught him getting his shit off on the bench, bro. It's crazy. Imagine the official who had to give somebody a tech for just hitting a quick line. Like that must have been, that's a story yeah, you got to tell to every ref you've ever met. Is that a flagrant too? I don't know. It was Dave Cowens who was the taxi driver, and it was yeah. Tony Lavelli who played the accordion. Yes, Tony yes. Lavelli is That's, an accordion player name. Both of those are NBA story time season ones coming up. Oh, nice. Ooh. There we go, a little teaser. Uh, okay, where where do I go for this next story? Um, ooh. Um, okay, I'll go with this one. I'll go with another uh now this was this was a few years back. Let's go back to uh, Valentine's Day, twenty eighteen. So, oh boy, uh, oh boy. It, it's a it's a fun you know it's a holiday. Giannis is a Giannis is a he's a big kid. We all know this at this point. He's obviously matured over the last couple of years, but he he's a he's a, he's a teddy bear. So uh, he's he's not really like the most like act mature sort of person. He's more childish than that. He's not like doing anything stupid or anything, but he he's more childish in that regard. So Valentine's Day 2018, uh, a lot of people uh, have notifications on for Giannis on Instagram, and they get a notification that he is going live because he has just received a gift from his girlfriend, uh, which uh, he had to go show off on Instagram. And this, uh, this, this gift he received was a bell. It was a bell that said, uh, ring for blowjob on it, that he is just absolutely showing off on Instagram. He's He's just loving it. He's living it up. He's like, he's ringing the bell, I think, at some point. And then yeah. you just hear his girlfriend in the background saying, Giannis, stop. There's kids watching this. What are you doing? There's just a lot of like, why are you doing this sort of thing? I don't know. Why'd you give me the bell? Hold on. Let's start there. Now you're mad because you gave me the bell? But it's just, it's a whole show. It's a whole song and dance. This is coupled with... uh. Giannis, I don't know if this was before or after, but uh, again, on Instagram Live with his girlfriend, uh, he was doing a Q&A. Someone asked him, do you play Fortnite when Fortnite was massive? Oh, and then yeah. he said, no, I don't play Fortnite. I just four play at night. And then his girlfriend just looks at him with the stinkiest eye of all time. The public, like the public finding out Giannis is horny is like one of my favorite all time things to have happen. 
it's one of the best things about the man. He's just goofily <laughs> horny. <laughs> I think before this year, like in the bubble, he was like sitting by himself when he was talking to reporters and he just goes, I'm weird and I'm lonely. And I said, that's not the most relatable person. I mean, yeah, most of Giannis is not relatable, but some of Giannis is very relatable. For sure. I mean, the dick pic bear, come on, man. I I get it, man. But, you know, <laughs> you got to play well, unfortunately. We have yeah, to. Yeah. The public has to put that pressure on you, bro. <laughs> uh, I Man, it's, that shit is real funny because um, me and the buds, we all got into a fight. So we had Mirren Fader on the show. And like to promote the book and we're in the group chat, like, all right, can we talk about Giannis being horny? Is it unprofessional? Or are we going to upset this real professional author? And then, you know, somebody's like, no, you can't mention it. I'm like, but we're journalists. This is journalism. All we want to know is when he started being horny. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want to, uh, like, uh, surmise any i don't want to draw any other conclusions about his horniness just tell me day one of when he was horny long story short we did not ask (laughs) (laughs) we did not ask it was a very long argument the public still needs to know apparently Uh, we haven't had one of those moments in a little bit now have we it's been a couple uh, years. Well, the bear, no, the bear was oh, like the bear, a couple yeah, months ago. Yeah. The bear was sort of a moment, but you know, it's like different because when he says it, it's funnier because he's yeah. got that yes. accent. I'm a freak. I'm a freak on the court and, and a freak the in court. the sheets. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, dude. So it's like, I remember watching him go live after the chip yeah. being in line at Chick-fil-A and I'm like, he's going to do it. He's going to be horny. Give it, give it to us. <laughs> And he nah, did nah, so, you then know he's what? just wholesome. It's just yeah, like, yeah. He's just eating chicken nuggets. It's like, all right, dude, I, I got you. <laughs> uh, um, so what what, what rating we oh, yeah. given the the Giannis just the the horny Giannis experience? My interest level is a five. Yeah, I like that he's still wholesome there, too. Five. At the same time, I like that he can blend them. There's still some wholesome moments since since Giannis started with the bell and everything. But it, he's a multifaceted human being. He's just like any other person, just an onion with layers. Exactly. Exactly. Just a, a very, a very big onion. Yeah. Call it an artichoke. You oh. know, no dribble, like one step inside the free throw line. Like a, any, like a Vidalia yeah. onion. <laughs> Vidalia. Um, all right. Here's one. I got another, another Kareem one. Kareem played 20 seasons. Kareem made 19 all-star teams. Do you know why he didn't make 20 all-star teams? Is it because uh, he, like, dodged the draft? No, 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 no. <laughs> not not him. Um, it was because of the guy the Bucks picked first in the 1977 NBA draft. The Bucks picked Kent Benson first. They picked Marcus Johnson third that draft. It was actually – Shouts out? Yeah, shouts out to Marcus, father of Josiah Johnson, who all, all the kids know Josiah more now. But Marcus Which Johnson – Which is insane. I, that was just like, it? wait, we're – like. <laughs> Marcus Johnson is all pro and he was in an Oscar winning movie. Yep. <laughs> the first MJ, he'll tell you this, the, the, the photo yeah. of Michael Jordan's dorm room, the Marcus Johnson poster, super cool. Come on, Marcus, come on the show, please. But um, they took Marcus third. They should have just taken Marcus, not trade. I think they traded Sven Nader to get the third pick or the first pick. If they kept Marcus and Sven, they would have had a much better team, but that's not the story. The story is, why Kareem did not make all-star every year of his career. They take Kent Benson first 
a big man from Indiana. This is back in the days when you just always felt like you needed a franchise big man. For sure. Ken so Benson. Like today. Yeah, sort of. Giannis might have brought that back. But mm. Benson, not very good, but aggressive. Before his first game, he said, I'm going to try and push and shove, but how much I can get by with, I don't know. Talking about defending Kareem. He was very aggressively defending Kareem. And in the first game of the season, Lakers v. Bucks, Benson was so annoying. Kareem starts to jog up the court and then sucker punches him in the mouth, breaking his hand on Kent Benson's mouth, missing about 20 games, which is the most he had missed since I think he had an eye injury in 74-75, but he still ended up being an all-star. But that season, because he missed all those games early in the year, he doesn't make the all-star team. Also, probably it was a bad look for him. But Kent Benson, the guy the Bucks drafted, then Bucks second ever first overall pick, is the reason Kareem does not have a perfect all-star resume. Way to go, Bucks! Uh, <laughs> you got a, what a what a solid front office. I mean, got gifted, got gifted uh, one of the greatest players ever, one of the five greatest players ever. Put him yeah. wherever you want. And uh, you decide to ruin it almost immediately, as soon as you can. Probably why he wanted out, too. I imagine. No, he was on the Lakers already. He was on the Lakers already. Oh, okay. that was post Lakers. Yeah, yeah, oh, right. Because this yeah, was, yeah. I was about to say, okay. Yeah, no, he had one time. That makes way more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All but right. still, Never. but it, it's still but a funny still. thing. There, yes, there are two yes. number one picks collide, literally. <laughs> Sounds good to me. One through five, what do you think? For Kemp Benson's face, ruining Kareem's 20 straight. When I thought they were on the same team, it was a six. Oh, wow. When I thought they were on the same team, it was a six and a half. But, you know, I'll say four. It's a four. Anytime somebody gets socked, this might end up in, you know, best league punches. Sometimes we we bust a list out. So if we do best punches, we could throw a little blurb. We could get a little Kermit Washington. We could throw him in there. You know, we could start talking Charles and Shaq. You know what I'm saying? We could we could get we could get deep. Was it Roger Bell who took two swings at Kobe but missed? Yep. Yes. But took <laughs> some real ones. Yeah. He went for it. Credit to go for it. Go for it. Uh, but uh who what's his face actually hit him? Um oh, Knicks. Uh, 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 Dard, uh uh not Charlie Ward, uh the other one. I'm not going to be helpful other, here. The other card that they oh, had at that same time, uh, and I'm pretty sure it was not Charlie Ward. <laughs> right, like New York Knicks 2000s roster. Live Google Chris Childs. Oh, yeah. Chris Childs yes. does punch Kobe in the mouth. He Shouts him, out to Chris he? Childs. Something. He hit him with one. He hit him with a clean one. Yeah. He did. Um Okay, so this is my uh, this is my last one here. I don't know about you, Ty. Uh, this is uh, it, December sixth is a uh, special day for Milwaukee. Uh, it is uh, Giannis's birthday, December sixth. He was born December sixth, nineteen ninety four, and of course, uh, December sixth, twenty twenty was a very interesting birthday for Giannis. So uh, he he was yet to sign the supermax extension at this time that he was offered. Uh, this was in that lull where it's like, is he going to sign it? Are the Bucks going to have to trade him? Scary um, hours. Real scary hours. It was not great. He was. It's like, oh, no, he was in Greece. That's why he's not signed it. Oh, wait, he's back. He still hasn't signed it. What's going on? Oh, no, they're practicing, and he still hasn't signed it. What is going on? So December 6th, uh, 2020, yeah, when 
it, it, they celebrate his birthday. Uh, teammates Chris Middleton and Pat Connaughton decide to get him a great gift, and that is a bunch of pens for did his locker. Did they get locker. him 26? Did they get him one they for did. a year? Was that it? Yeah. Yes. 26 pens were at his locker. Uh, just uh, no reason at all. Definitely not for uh, signing a contract. Uh, that's that's what pens uh, they wanted him to use. So uh, it, it was just a it was just a moment of like, oh god, his teammates really need him to do it as well. <laughs> and it's just like they're they're pushing him to do it like inside the locker room. Like they're they're also making this information public. Like is this this could either blow up massively and just lead to everything falling apart, or it could be a very wholesome moment. And less than uh, was it less than a week later he signed it. it was I believe so. 12th. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it all worked out at the end, but the, the pens waiting in Giannis's locker room were just a fantastic, uh, it was a fantastic moment. We still have yet to know if he used one of those pens to actually sign the contract. That is we one find out, bit yeah. of information that would need to be researched because that would take that moment over the top for me. Yeah, sure. Definitely. I would also like to know the brand. Was it one of those uniball pens? I believe uh, they were big. Was it a gel, gel pen? Straight bigs? I think there were uh, big pens. Those like those like hard navy blue ones with the gold, like the ones that they have on the chain at the bank. Mm-hmm. What type of pens are we dealing with? You know, I, I do have questions. I mean, Pat Connaughton had already signed his new contract. Chris Middleton is already on his new contract. Like they they can afford they can afford the high quality pens. I'm not being able to be, find what uh, what kind of pens they were. Unfortunately, could they be used for calligraphy? Was it one of those old school ones you could do like old Ooh, English with? That'd be nice. I have, I do have questions. Uh, I'm going to give it a four because uh, it's 26 pins, six minus two is four. Four. Numerology. All right, last one. This is more of a general, this is, this is probably the least boxy one, but they don't win the title if not for this. So, the game seven against Brooklyn, KD hits an incredible fadeaway shot to force overtime that initially looked like it was going to end the game. Nets win. Pinky toe. The, the old the toe. And I think what pushes it over the top, I think people are more aware of this. I won't go as deep, but KD, it was like literally one shoe size away. There's interviews with KD from years past where he literally wears a size bigger than the one that actually fits him most correctly because he finds hooping in them more comfortable. He might wear extra socks or something like that. But yeah. if he wore the the more typical size, the Nets probably win that game and, and everything is so much different. He was more over the line than I remember, but still the fact that it was so close and he does wear a size bigger, what a wild thing for I mean, I, is is Bud still the coach? Do the Bucks trade some of their their star players? It, who knows? What a, a lot, lot of things change. Yeah. A lot of things change. Barely Beal doesn't get COVID at the Olympics. Mm. So many things could be different if the if the <laughs> Warriors. I mean, what do I say? The Warriors if the if the Nets actually win that game. Uh, KD is a man tortured by his own decisions, <laughs> which uh, I do find very relatable. Also a DC guy, <laughs> so it's, it's the always most love. Relatable I've ever felt with an NBA player. Yeah, he just unknowingly was like this. Right now, this is the correct decision. And every time he is met with grief. And I, goddamn, I have never loved and hated a man and then loved again a man more. 
And this it's is just I put so much. I invested so much in Oklahoma City. Being that he was our guy, our DC champion, I was like, hell yeah, dude, don't ever play for the Wizards. Stay away from here. <laughs> we want you to go succeed, thrive, man. And he was. And then when he beat the Spurs, when they beat the Spurs, I was like, oh my God. Kevin Durant is actually the dude. This isn't a this isn't a drill anymore. And it all fell apart. It all fell apart. And you, you don't support the Warriors titles? I mean, I do. I know why he did it. He did it because he had to beat LeBron. He was just like, all right, I could keep doing this, but this team isn't going to beat LeBron. I can go with them. I'll definitely beat LeBron. I don't think he he might not have realized he was going to be the best player on the team. It's also a, it is a flex that he made that he was like, all right, if I'm coming, fuck whatever you're doing, Steph, this is, this is my team The hell with that. And then he was the best player. I know. And he he showed up, he showed up, he absolutely showed up and he did it. And everybody is pissed. Every, (laughs) nobody cares. Nobody can actually see how crazy that is. They beat him. He shouldn't even be able to say that walking into that locker room. And he went out there and took the team from the team that beat him. When you look at it that way, it does feel more impressive. Draymond is calling him a bitch in the locker room and then getting (laughs) benched for weeks. It's like, dude, it's... I if don't he did know that like the previous year, he would have been lauded as like a hero. But now he's yeah, getting benched now. It's KD's team now. Now it's KD's team. You can't even, don't even speak to me. Keep your hands in your pocket. <laughs> and, um, now he's, and he's just made the full, I feel like everyone's just back on KD. They, they, they love him now. And it's just like, it's, it's a redemption. Arc. Which is, it's, it's just, that just speaks to, you know, the insanity of us and narratives and all that, all that extra stuff that ESPN gave us. Cause it's like, it's not like he's a different dude. No, he has been the same guy all along. He's I feel like that is very guy the whole time. <laughs> Katie, whenever, whenever you see, was. when you see Katie in the middle of a lot of tweets, I don't like, it's not as exciting as watching him like drill insane shots in the finals or whatever series, but it's close. Like when you see Katie is really tweeting, when you said, oh, my bad, I accidentally went and liked all your girls' pictures. Sorry about that. Like, that guy is an MVP on court and on Twitter. Yeah, when he's man. He's up just... at, like, 5 a.m. Tokyo time just clowning guys. On... <laughs> you can't get enough. Yeah, man. Come on, dude. And he carried us in the Olympics. Yep. And he tried to come back with a fucking uh, a torn Achilles and played good. Played really good in that game. Was about was to... Unsa- he was unstoppable. He put he put a fear in me that I have never felt before as a follower of the Bucks. Just I've never felt as I felt watching KD play against my team. Come on, man. The dude is he's one of the best ever. And it's I mean, when he went, I was hurt. I'm I was beside myself because I just because I, I love that team so much. And I, yeah. that's all that was, you know. But that's just fan stuff. He knew what he had to do, man. He chose. He chose power over peace. It's like Akuma in Street Fighter. <laughs> um, KD shoe size one out of five for uh, NBA Storytime pitches. 
I'm I'm gonna say a four, but it should be a three sized up. And it's, it's funny. <laughs> and it's funny because he's also like in the past and like, oh yeah, I'm not I'm not seven foot. No, oh, he's, yeah. He's short. yeah, his great he's shorter, but, but he wants bigger feet. I don't know what that means. Yeah, man, just the just the tortured life of a champion. <laughs> poor, poor KD. Um, all right, let's talk about NBA story time here. Um, would just love to hear, you know, when someone asks you, like, "Oh, what is this? What is this project? Like, what are what are your thoughts on it? You know, why why was this one that that you you know were were interested in hosting, and and what's the uh, experience been like for you working on this so far?" Um, NBA story time is a Short form narrative podcast. I didn't know what that was until I went on somebody else's show and they said it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's what <laughs> we're doing. Absolutely. Doing. <laughs> show is. Uh, and then, you know, we tack on an interview with a guest about it afterwards. Um, shout out to Peter Moses for bringing me on the project. Uh, shout out to Harry Swartout for writing a lot of the project. Uh, my guy, Dan Hartigan and me kind of uh finished up you know we was like the um we were like the underlings on the writing staff <laughs> shouts out to uh uh both of the ladies over at spinsters um Haley o'shaughnessy wrote one was a guest on one jordan liggins was my favorite guest so far with the exception of angel mccaudry because that's like that's like not even speaking to a human like I, I was i spoke to a number one pick like yeah that's like doesn't even that's like a number that's on its own list yeah but, but in the list of regular like human civilians jordan really came through big for me and uh you know peter just hit me up and was like hey we're doing this you want to host it and i was like hell yeah i mean i you know it's just i i like that i'm uh talking about sports and they're just letting me talk about basketball and, uh, and I'm learning and uh, uh, I'm uh, I'm becoming a better reader. I'm reading on a, a 11th grade level right now. And uh, it, it just feels good. And it's a good it's, listen, man. It's quick. Just yes. download it and get to it, man. Just come on, man. You can you can run five of them bitches on the way to work. It's fine. <laughs> it, it's fantastic. It, it really is. It's really well put together, really well done. You mentioned that you've been doing a lot of researching, a lot of learning. What's been your favorite bit of information that you've uncovered while working on any any of the episodes? Favorite bit of info that I uncovered. Well, it's not even so much info. Just uh, the realization that a conspiracy theory that I developed for fun, just for goofing off, slowly as I'm doing research on my pretend funny conspiracy theory that I never actually believed was true. I just started the pieces was like, Oh shit, it might actually be true. Uh, we have an episode coming out um, theorizing that the NBA in the nineties was being led by Wiccans. Oh, you know what I mean? We, we think dude, witches had a lot to do with the rebrand of the NBA and, uh, Everybody switching to uh, big animals on their jerseys. And um, two of the biggest figures in that the, the Wicca religion are the sun and the buck, a deer. Okay. And for this year, for the sons and the bucks to end up in the finals, as I am writing a 
funny pretend story about witches controlling the NBA uh, was incredible. And uh, I'm very thankful to Adam Silver for making it happen. Is Adam Silver a witch? 100%. Wicked. Wicked. On, Wicked. He's a Wicked. Wicked. You can Wicked. say witch if you're, look, because because if you're not really in, you know, we understand it. For, for those who aren't really in, you might say on, witch. No, that's, yeah, my bad. that's my bad. Um, I can't wait for that one. Um, I think it's tomorrow. So is when, when's every yes. Wednesday they drop, right? Yep, is, yep. That, is that going to be the one that's out? All the people listening to this Wednesday morning or? This Wednesday tomorrow? No, yes. no. Unfortunately, no. I don't even know. I've honestly, okay. So they use Microsoft Teams over there. And then I kind of got locked out of my Teams account. <laughs> I'm just not really. So I actually don't know what's coming out <laughs> next, but it's going to be good. That must be a fun little surprise. Wake up. Oh, that one. I like that one. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Um, one that's, one that's been released and that's not been released yet, but do you, I know this might be like picking kids or whatever, but do you have a, a favorite episode, um, for, for any reason for me, not my favorite episode, maybe, but my favorite episode title for whom the Taco Bell tolls is like some genius oh, sure. level. That's so good. But yeah. I don't know if it's my favorite episode. Uh, my favorite episode, probably this Northern Knights one. Like I like getting to speak to Angel McCautry was insane. And like there are funnier post-game interviews, but just getting to actually successfully crack a joke with Angel McCautry and she went with me, it was like, all right, this is awesome. And that story was my favorite story. Yeah. Uh, honorable mention to which is the one I hope is coming out next. Um Top five uh, NBA sitcom cameos. Oh, nice! With da- with David Bory on the track. That's also going to be a really good one coming out soon too. Okay, I have to ask: is uh, is the Pacers being in Parks and Rec mentioned in that? Pacers being in Market Parks and Rec did not make it. Big ups to <laughs> Deadless Shrimp. He he did not make it, unfortunately. Pacers aren't the best Parks and Rec uh, cameo. Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh oh, yeah, plays clarinet. I think would would edge them out by a little bit. And there, and I mean, some of the ones that were picked are debatable, you know. But I had to let them rock because the sitcom was so big. Mm. Okay, you know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, that makes sense. Cheers, Full House. I think Simpsons has. I think Simpsons some guys had to have somebody, Simpsons. but we didn't even I we did we didn't do any cartoons. Okay, all yeah, live yeah. action. That makes sense. But um, that, that could have been in there. Uh, there's some episodes of the Jamie Foxx show that probably should have been in there. Uh, there's, there's a lot of ones we missed. I'm not going to act like we, we hopefully they'll approve a part two. Yeah, there we go. It's let's let's put pressure on if you want part two. This one wouldn't count, but I always love that there's uh, there's Bucks gear and the Bucks games are in a couple episode plots in that 70s show. The priest from that 70s show is a oh, huge true. Bucks fan. Uh, no, and we, Red, we don't mind that. He and Red start going to games, but I don't think they ever got any players. Oh, obviously, I can't not. say I've watched that '70s show. It's, it's solid. It's solid. it's solid, dude. It was definitely solid for the time. Yeah, it's like a, if it's on, it's it's a good watch. I don't know if I would seek it out though. Um, I'm I would sure like it. half the I'm sure half the episodes are like problematic now or whatever. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I can't yeah. imagine a Fez storyline they did back then that holds up. Well yeah, now. Fez. Yeah, we're gonna have some issues with Fez. No bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One last one uh, on the show. 
Is there any stories that, you know, either didn't end up being true or didn't have enough behind them or just didn't work out that, you know, maybe when you first started working on NBA story time, it was like, oh, yeah, definitely that one. And it just didn't happen. But I mean, it sounds like, you know, the Wiccan one is happening. I'm not sure if there was any that you were like, we don't have enough to validate this. But did any no, not work out? No, there's just some that just wasn't. It's like, oh, I guess this isn't funny. Like Gilbert bringing guns in the locker room. I'm a Wizards yeah. fan, too. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we're trying to work a wizard story in there. But it's like, oh, yeah, that's just not fun. Yeah. And then J- Javaris Crittenton like is actually dead for real if i'm not mistaken the other guy involved so it's kind of like all right well let's just shut this on down uh yeah we're gonna let that one go yeah the uh that kind of reminds me in a a dark way the bucks trade the rights to dirk Nowitzki for robert tractor trailer but it's not fun to make fun of the Bucks about that anymore because tractor trailer unfortunately also passed away so you know you can't crittenden's alive Oh. oh, he is alive? Yeah. Is he locked up? Yes. What's up with him? Okay. Oh, okay. that's okay. what he is. Okay. He got he he actually he killed a guy. I got yes. it backwards. My <laughs> okay. bad. So okay. he's alive. He made someone else not alive. Yes. yes. Which and, is uh, it still not funny? Yeah. Yep. No. Yep. In yes, 2015, sir. sentenced to 23 years. So uh, yeah, exactly. I you know, and I and I know they get podcasts in jail. So it's like <laughs> I don't even want I I'm good. You know, that's well, just, just kind of how that one went. Yeah. yeah. I was like, there's, oh my goodness. But yeah, it's, uh, this. <laughs> I love when I can see Ro- Rohan taps the end of his mic to mute like, it real aggressively and it's just like locked in on a screen. Like Javaris Crindon's what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, was like, I, swear. I was like, oh my goodness, I missed that. But no, it was, it was the opposite. He made all the way around another, that. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. It's kind of, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, that's a, uh, yeah, that's something that uh, I would not, if I were you, want to yeah. somehow make it yeah, to just, uh, Javaris yeah, Crittenden. Yeah, not ideal for a comedy fun time. No, no. no. Not let's, really. let's keep it light. Let's talk about the, the Northern Knights, a Eastern yeah. Pennsylvania-based league team that existed in Anchorage. I had never heard of this. I love the old league stories. I don't know if you ever read Loose Balls, like the stories of the old ABA. It's a book, uh-huh. but... That's uh, I love like digging into some of those weird ass stories. Like you watch semi pro for the first time and you're like, oh, this is so outlandish. There's no way. And then you read the actual old ABA and these other league stories. It's like, oh, it was actually worse than that was in that movie. So yeah, they actually that was a chilled fun out. One. They were like, we can't. They had to cut <laughs> some stuff. They were like, no one's going to believe this. <laughs> nah, the 70s. The, the thing I've learned the most, honestly, about real stuff is that the 70s was insane. Yeah. They really let a lot of stuff fly back then. Yeah, from what from what I've heard, it's it was a it was it was a time. There was a lot of stuff that it was, was an amazing uh, time. If you have an antenna, you can see like they still show like old reruns of like Family Feud. The host of Family Feud, the original host, w- would kiss every woman that came on the show. <laughs> Jesus Christ! On the mouth, bro. Oh the only, I only saw one. I only saw one woman refuse. It was an old black lady. She was like, you better not. You better get your hands off me. Wow. Crazy. Dudes sniffing markers on TV, man. All type of shit, bro. It was, it was crazy. Game 70s show was crazy. story time. Yo, know, game show story time. Now that's a hoo-hoo. Holler at me for the spin-off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get, get me in the writer's room for that one. For sure. <laughs> 
No, but uh, uh, it's it's NBA story time is absolutely fantastic. I know Ty, we were talking about this. Just the format in yeah. terms of like, uh, you know, recently it's been like you have the post game as well, and that's just it's a best. It's a really good like. It's a what? What's the word I'm looking for? Like it's it's like a dessert after you yeah. get the actual. Uh, yeah, no, it's like if you subscribe, you just subscribe. Go subscribe right magically. Now. Yeah, ma- please do. When if you hit the button, there'll be an episode for you fresh, and then you wake up Friday. Oh, we got a little bonus, little baby out the oven. Whoa! It's like when they give you uh It's like when you get a, a smoothie and then they give you the runoff. Oh. Or you get a milkshake and they let you. It's like they leave the spoon. I'll do a, I'll team. do a Wisconsin Cup, version you know of this for you. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you get the Bloody Mary and you get the Chaser. Precisely. There you go. Except Precisely. the Chaser's two days later, which wouldn't be ideal for Bloody Marys, but it works really well for this. You get time yeah, to listen, think about it. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah, it's a great way to digest it. Just get every all of the information. It, it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, I think we're out of questions, Ty, aren't we? Yeah, I think I think we've taken up enough of, of Jamel's time for now. So I think we can uh we can run the intro. But first, is there anything you want to plug besides NBA story yeah. time? I'll plug you guys. Keep listening to Eurostep and um, classy. uh uh at Airbuds Pod for me and my bros. Just general if you want to listen to me make fun of my two co-hosts for not believing in the Bucks. There we go. go ahead and throw on some airbuds. I yell at them often. <laughs> and uh, so that's just a little extra something for you. And uh, let me shout out my guy, Stavros Halkis. He's got a show called Pod Don't Lie. Yeah. The original Bucks fan with Giannis from the homeland. Yeah, I mean, hit him up if, you, if you're ever on the island, Santorini. You need some fresh squid. He knows where to go. And, and that's all I know. Uh, that's fantastic. Again, follow Jamel. If you don't already, I it's just it's amazing. Like your outreach is incredible. But uh at nonprofit comment, Jamel Johnson. Just did I say comic? I meant to say comic. Comic, yeah. Yeah. And shouts out to hip, the uh liqueur hypnotic. Oh yeah. Big oh, hypnotic. Yeah. Uh hypnotic is allegedly sending me a free bar mat. Did we get the likes? I think we definitely. Oh, yeah. No we crushed the likes. the likes. We crushed yeah. the likes. Yeah. 500 is too easy for Jamel. Yeah. He's got 682 on that bad boy already. Yeah. It's too easy. Make sure you check out uh, <laughs> NBA story time. Make sure you check out Jamel. Make sure you check out everything he does. Thank you for your time. Thank you for being on this episode of the Eurostep here on the Blue Wire and the Eurostep Podcast Network. Uh, make sure you leave a five star review. Make sure you're subscribed on your podcast platform of choice. Check out all the content, including NBA Storytime, across the Blue Eye Podcast Network. Go Bucks! We will talk to you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.